Hey, you're listening to No Limits, a PlayStation podcast, episode 64. Now you can watch movies if you give Sony almost $200 a year. Oh, yeah. delayed response anyway hello everyone my name's taylor and did i say my name taylor yep and i'm joined by my co-hosts sam and brianna <laughs> sam is sam is uh embarrassed that i mispronounced my name it's the sleep deprivation i wouldn't be laughing at it otherwise i would be okay okay joaquin phoenix um yeah and you're listening to no limits a playstation podcast episode 64 Remember, you can find the video version of this pod over on youtube.com slash Media every Tuesday. While you're over there, make sure to subscribe to our channel. If you'd rather listen to audio, we are on all your favorite podcast services. We would love it if you'd leave us a review. It helps us grow, and we would love any feedback. If you want to support us and get early access to all Save the Game Media content, head over to patreon.com slash Media and choose the tier that's right for you. Just like our current patrons did, Bucky Blue, Aman, Fabulous Brianna, Brianna's mom, Brianna's brother, Brianna's wife, Nikolai Knight, Cypher Primus, Brendan Myers, Marcus O'Neill, Lillian, Mimi J, The Snack Network, David Hotright, Dave Harp, The Xbox Expansion Pass, Alpaca Tom, and Lee Navarre, The Fearless Leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life Team. Yes. Speaking of Extra Life, myself and Kevin Ainsworth from Project X Talk will be in Rome, New York during the weekend of November 3rd to raise money for sick, for sick children by playing video games for 24, actually 25 straight hours, because there's a time change to standard time from daylight savings. And raises money for the Children's Miracle Care Network at hospitals specifically. And our links are on the show notes for you guys to donate. And we have, please donate to our cause. We have a $1,000 goal this year. We're already at 120. And we'll be giving away, as our ultimate prize, the Spider-Man 2 Collector's Edition with all of 19 inches of Venom. Right, Sam can, uh, will be able to attest if it is actually 19 inches when he brings his Venom statue on the show to measure. Of course. Indeed. Did Sony guarantee a uh, delivery day? Sorry. Release they usually delivery? don't. Um, they usually do for PS Plus members on things. I think, I haven't looked into it too much to be honest, but I, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing when I ordered it that it was like they estimate release day right no guarantees because liability blah 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 yeah but i i assume what i mean i guess for depending on what version you get it wouldn't matter more but because the collector edition is with a digital code i would imagine the digital code is going to come by email anyway rather than a slip inside the steelbook or something because you you, you want to preload when everybody else can hmm. so I expect that's not going to prevent me from playing on, on launch day. I bloody well hope not, because I don't want to be lagging behind everyone. So, yes, but I will. Whenever I get the statue, it'll be here. I'll be putting it through rigorous various testing. <laughs> wow. I'm sure that it's okay. <laughs> sure, it fits in the spot for 19 inches. Yeah. On your dresser. Over there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Make sure it's clean. To begin with, yeah. Before, oh, okay, yeah. You can speaking of Spider-Man, you can also win 
a digital deluxe edition of Spider-Man 2 by rating No Limits 5 stars on your podcast service of choice and subscribing to the Save the Game Media YouTube channel. If you tweet at us at Save Game Media with screenshots showing proof for both of those things or contact uh, Kevin on the Discord or one of us showing you did that, you'll be entered to win. So two separate opportunities for Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah. With all that said, how are we doing, people? Very tired. Okay. The workload has finally caught up. I was saying this before we start recording. But uh, I'm feeling it in my bones, feeling it everywhere. Just slowly burning out. I've still got fuel in the tank to get me across the finish line. But, um, yeah, I think I'm going to need to take... An extended week. two break. weeks, three weeks actually. Sam, can you take a month? At- I mean, if I wanted to, there's nothing stopping me. Um, I mean, I'll probably still do like the daily stuff, which is maximum four hours a day, um, usually around two to three hours a day. I'll, I'll, I'll probably keep doing that because that's just in the mornings, and then I'll have the rest of the day free to do whatever. But in terms of actual like hardcore project stuff, I'm gonna pump the brakes because I'm feeling it now. I've been playing a lot of games over the past few months, you know? And a lot of those games. So I did touch grass, I think. Yes. They do have grass in England. They do if they're allergic to grass, but they need to touch grass. Well, we didn't stutter. Deal with it. Yeah. Sorry, do you guys hear a siren right now? Yes. Yeah, I'll talk about no, that. How... That was that was just um, someone screaming in the background. I'm sure. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that children and cats sound the same? <laughs> mm, maybe. For reals, That's for reals, if you ever hear kids yeah. yelling outside, like your apartment or whatever, sometimes I'm like, "Is that a cat outside?" <laughs> yeah, but I mean, not. if the kids saying words. Then, yeah, but they're usually I, not. I won't really misinterpret. I should probably shut my window for the duration of recording. You're fine. I mean, if if the siren's going to stick around, but I don't, I don't no, know what the hell that not. was. Yeah. Speaking of sirens, I believe everyone in the United States received an amber, not amber alert, but an alert oh in their phone God. testing. Two minutes early. The uh, emergency system. Yeah. And uh, I was at work on an IT at a call for tech support at the time because I was having Wi-Fi issues. So that was fun. I think I lost about 30 seconds of conversation because everyone's phone went off at the same time and I couldn't hear anything. Some people felt a little bit delayed. So it was, yeah, that was great. Mm. But here we are. Yeah. I got texted by my friend because she was like, it's going to scare me. And then she messaged me and she was like, it scared me. And I can only imagine people have like major sensory issues. With that happening, I'm just like, I feel so bad for them and their caretakers right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was craziness, but what can you do? What can I do? Well, Brie, nothing. I'm going to spray this really quick. All right. Okay. While Brie is putting bug Don't spray know. on her furniture. It's catnip uh, spray. Don't tell my dad. Catnip spray. Does... Okay, so when my cat's exposed to catnip, actually, I haven't given it to Top yet. When my growing up, my cat was exposed to catnip, she would just start 
kicking everything. Yeah. So it's, so she has like a, I'm just trying to make sure that she really likes scratching my bed and I don't like her scratching my bed. Oh, so like I your have mattress, like, a, like your sheets. No, no. Like the headboard and, and whatever. Oh, I don't have a headboard. Get wrecked. So, yeah, I'm trying to encourage her. And I just remembered because it's right in front of me that I have to spray her scratch thing. Because mm. then it makes them scratch that instead of other stuff. So Nice. But what have you been playing besides your bed frame? I haven't been playing my bed frame, but um, <laughs> I've been uh, I'm so disappointed in myself saying. I've been playing League of Legends. <laughs> it's okay. You can say it. Uh, everybody's still mean and still toxic. I forget every time how awful people are. And the whole, oh, you should uninstall the game and kill yourself. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So oh, boy. I always forget about that. So <laughs> Um, I also have to play Final Fantasy 14 because a new expansion or a new patch just came out. 6.5 came out October 3rd. Um, yeah. So I have to play that at some point. I'm also trying to finish Lies of P before I leave on vacation. But I don't actually know. Um, if I'm going to finish it i will finish the game it's just i don't know if i'm gonna finish it in time because i'm also trying to crochet a skirt for my dad's girlfriend before wow. we leave so right. mostly been mostly been watching yeah mostly been watching one piece and <laughs> crocheting so nice. what do you guys been playing slash watching slash doing i know what sam's been playing the game of life is it I was going to say the game of porn, but I guess. That... Wow. This is a family friendly show. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Whatever floats your you know. Um, I... I've always wanted to try one. I've never played a porn game, though. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, be Brie, I don't think you do. <laughs> if you know Brie, probably she does. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Pablo. I, I cannot discuss what i um and have been playing um yeah I'd is it last of us it. multiplayer yeah and part three simultaneously there's just uh wow. a shadow drop it in <laughs> last of us multiplayer that's gonna be shut down yeah so sam is hey. playing last of us multiplayer <laughs> sorry the last three. of us two multiplayer last of us one multiplayer is a godsend also ragnarok dlc yeah, right. you can tell when I'm tired. I'm just playing everything <laughs> Sony has lined up for the next year or so. Wouldn't that be so cool, though? No, it really, really wouldn't. You wouldn't want to get all that stuff? It's a lot Not of work. simultaneously, no. Mm, no. What if you didn't have to do it for, like, it wasn't, like, work. You were just, like, got everything. You're like, here you go, Sam. Here's a little bundle for you. You can play it. Yeah, I, I mean, of course, if there wasn't the prerequisite of me having to work on it and I could just okay. enjoy all that stuff, I'd take it all. Just okay. give it to me. <laughs> But <laughs> I like I can't I couldn't do it if if I had to cover it all. Just, yeah, you know. fair enough. Fair enough. Taylor, have you been playing anything? Yeah, 
That's good. On to the news. <laughs> no, no. Hold on. Let's put it in reverse for one second. Uh, I finished Spider-Man City That Never Sleeps. 100%ed it, actually. And so that's great. And I've just been on a major Spider-Man hyperfixation since like last week. And welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, playing that. And a lot of fun. Yesterday, I went back to Miles. And I'm like, you know, I never platinum this game. What was there that I didn't do? I realized I have like 30 to 40% of the suits that are not unlocked. Mm. I'm like, I'm usually not a guy who goes collectathon in games, but when it comes to suits in Somniac Spider Man video games, I need them. Mm. I need them. So yesterday, and I also had some other stuff. Like I had side missions I haven't done yet. I have some hideouts and underground caches that I needed to complete. So I'm like, there's a lot of there's a lot of homework I can do, Miles, before Spider-Man 2. So mm -hmm. doing that. You can watch Spider-Verse. I, I, I've watched both Spider-Verse films and I've seen... No, I know, but watch it again. Into the Spider-Verse twice. I saw it right before seeing Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, maybe I could watch Across the Spider-Verse again. Is it on... It's not on streaming services yet, is it? I don't think it's on streaming services, but you can buy and rent it. Which I really want to... This is slightly related, but not really. I really want to buy Barbie, but it's $30 to buy it Pretty digitally. Useful. You know how much you drop on, like, other things for a lot of money? Like what? Books. Like, not just books. <laughs> don't talk to me about books. Like, really artistically <laughs> created... Special edition hardcover. Actually, not even just doing that. You buy a lot of books, all right? Hardcover books. I know. I bought like five books this week. So, wow. Oh, and speaking of like the Spider Man craze thing and books, this relates to it. I'm considering getting into Ultimate Spider Man comics. Mm. I have a. I started. I just watched a couple episodes of Batman the Animated Series because I was feeling superhero mood. I downloaded the Telltale Batman games because I never played them before and I wanted to check those out. I'm just like, so if we're in the superhero <laughs> mood right now, yeah, Troy Baker voices Batman in that one. I'll see. I'm interested to see how he performs there. I can't believe I met Troy Baker. That was crazy. Whatever. I didn't get a picture with him, though. <laughs> My kids play squash with his kids, you know. Have you seen his kid? His kid is really cute. Nice. Does he have big hair like Troy? Yeah, he has long hair. Really so, cute. and I took, I just took a glance yesterday, which I've never seen. I think I've seen one movie ever in phase four of the MCU and it was no way home because of Spider-Man. I'm like, huh, should I check out some phase four Marvel stuff? I thought about it for a bit and I'm like phase four Marvel getting into comics, which would I prefer? I think, I think I'd like getting into comics more. And I say that, but maybe the time commitment associated with comics, I ditched anyway. But yeah. But the hey, best part about hey. watching the Marvel films is you don't have to actually pay attention to them while you watch. <laughs> what Sam? Uh, something tells me you've seen all the Phase Four stuff. Um. Yeah. I mean, of course I have. Um, okay. But the the interesting thing is, is that even if you do the comics thing, you might, whilst reading the comics, stumble across a character, and then you're like, oh that character has been introduced in a phase four thing and then you want to check out the film or tv show mm. 
I've heard from people WandaVision's worth watching. If if you want like definite recommendations, WandaVision, Loki, Shang-Chi, obviously you've seen No Way Home, mm -hmm. and Moon Knight. Hi, Toph. Oh my god. I'd say She's so cute. those are definitely. What phase are we in two? We're in five three. now. No, no, we're in three now. We're in three. We're in three. Yeah. What do you mean we're in three? Sam and I watching. Yeah, in the in the Harley Quarter. Yeah. Oh wait. I, I you know that other that other podcast that I thought only Bree was in Army Cut Up yet. I didn't know it was collaboration between Bree and Sam. You guys. <laughs> Which is just a solo podcast. I just haven't listened of, to of it. Brie going, I don't know what the hell is going on. Yes. yes. So, oh, wait. So, Brie, no. you've seen. Okay. I should probably listen to this show for entertainment purposes. And I feel bad for not having done so yet. But so, which Marvel movie are you on? Or are we caught up yet? Um. Well, for airing, what? the next one that airs is. Oh, God, what did we just record? Whatever we just recorded. What but. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. that one comes out next week. Which one? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Which and then Doctor in, Strange? The first only one. one. The first right. one. Yeah. And, and then yeah. the next one that we're recording and will come out two weeks after that is Guardians 2. Guardians 2 is also a good film. Yes. Toph is really enthusiastic. Yes. About Guardians 2. <laughs> so... Yeah, I get to go. Sometime today, I will be sad about Groot. I think I've seen Guardians 2. Haven't I? I for sure haven't. I don't think no, I've, I've seen, seen Guardians anything Sorry. even partially beyond this, although I have been spoiled for several things. But yeah, I've seen Guardians 2. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I'm just going to say here, even though we're recording, we're actually recording right now. When you, after you see end game i wonder if it would be prudent for me to hop on the bandwagon and join you guys for phase four because i'm largely absent for it right feel free buddy you know i've seen like one no, i've seen like half of one episode of moon knight okay. that's the other thing okay my, my roommate in college was a diehard superhero junkie um so he was looking it sounds like somebody we know <laughs> multiple people actually yeah, isn't that, isn't that right? Isn't that right? So, <laughs> anyway, all the superhero stuff. Also, I'm just going to say it right now, guys, because I was watching an episode the other day. Batman the Animated Series. What a fantastic show for all ages. How many mm -hmm. times do you think Batman said, I'm Batman? He actually didn't say it that many times. I mean, there is the episode where he says, I am Vengeance, I am the Knight, I am Batman. I think that might have been Perchance to Dream. No, it wasn't. That was a different episode. Just a call out. That's a great episode to watch in the series, for the record. Also, if you're never going to watch the show, at least watch the movie Mask of the Phantasm. I won't be mm -hmm. watching that. Or is it Mask and the Phantasm? Something like that. You won't? Mm -mm. Please? I don't... <laughs> I don't like superhero stuff. Then why are you watching all the films? <laughs> These are questions I wonder about, and I just—it's not—it's not worth asking, you know. I'm asking it. Why? Is it content? 
Um, it's just so I blind. Mostly FOMO. Oh, okay. <laughs> but also, like, I'm in, I'm enjoying the Marvel stuff enough now that it's like it's now no longer FOMO just driving me. It's also like, okay, yeah, I'm kind of excited about some of these films, but only some of them. Some of them I'm not, I'm not excited about. Mm. Well, you get to watch more Chris Hemsworth on the screen and Chris Evans, so it's a plus. <sighs> uh, you, you're probably hearing this right now. Toph is scratching up a box below me. This is great. Get it, girl. Both of the Chris's are like meh right now. They're not on my simplest, so I think we're at three people on my simplest currently. But okay, fair enough. Uh, anyway, very excited for Spider-Man Two. Can keep playing Miles, and I just love. I think I'm just really enjoying Spider-Man. Everything. I am as well. <laughs> Spider Verse specifically. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that was obvious brief in our previous <laughs> conversations. Listen, I found the craziest gif of Miguel O'Hara on Discord. Oh, I love Miguel O'Hara. I'm going to have my Spider-Gwen cardigan soon and my Miguel O'Hara sweater. Nice. Very excited about it. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, sorry. One, God, we're over 20 minutes into the show, but I'm just going to mention it once. And Miles Morales, mm -hmm. I think, I know I haven't locked a fair amount of the suits yet, but their mock-up of the Miles 2099 suit, it's mm -hmm. probably my favorite suit in the game, and it's not that close. The hood with the Spider-Man 2099 aesthetic and the glowing eyes coming out of the suit. Does he have teeth in that one too, or no? What? Like the fangs thing that he has. Oh, no. Boom. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> we better move on before I say something. <laughs> Wait, no, no. We, we actually can't move on. There's one we more can't. thing to mention. Yeah, Sam had is. a fight with Greg Miller from Kind of Funny. Sam, would you like to elaborate? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, long story short, I was just watching Kind of Funny Games Daily, which I don't regularly do, but I do occasionally. Um. And I can't remember what happened, but Greg fired some shots at IGN in, in jest. As he they were talking does. about Loki season two reviewing well. That's right. That, that is what it was. And he mm -hmm. said, you know, basically ever since he left IGN, it's gone down the, the toilet. And I, thinking he was never going to read it or see it, I was like, hey, I'm just going to send a funny message in the chat. And I was like, hey, I work with IGN, Greg. Um, you eat blank um and he he for some reason he read it it caught his eye and he read it aloud and then went on a tirade trying to um like just ruin my career um he found out my real name which isn't something i'm concerned about like i had quite a few people reach out to me um within ign and outside and be like are you okay because you kind of just got doxxed and i was like well Yes, but my name was public knowledge anyway. Like it's attached to all of my work at IGN. 
you know, I do this. Like, I'm not afraid of people knowing who I am and what I do. It's like the, no real personal information that wasn't freely available got leaked. So mm-hmm. um, I appreciate the concern, but, you know, I'm, that was never really a concern. Uh, and then Greg proceeded to um, phone up a number of people, <laughs> Just... including Destin Legary from IGN, uh, Paul Tassi from Forbes, and then I think he rang Barrett Courtney. Kind of <laughs> wait, wait, he contacted these people to verify you existed? No, no, he was no, calling No, no, no. He, he called Destin because my pinned tweet for a long time was a video that Destin did. Like, it was a Marvel Snap Tips video. And it was, like, word for word, the page that I had written out and Destin VO'd it. I was like, hey, this is cool. So I pin tweeted it. So he called Destin because of that. And then again, all in jest. Some people didn't get that it was in jest, but in jest was like, you need to blackball this person. You need to, you know, like go back, fact check everything that he's ever written, that kind of thing. Specifically um, commas and periods. Because yes. Sam doesn't know yes. how to use them. Because of course, YouTube comments are well known for their punctuation. Um, <laughs> and then he, called Paul Tassi because I basically just retweeted one of his things recently. He was going down my Twitter feed and anybody I'd interacted with in any form, that was the, the, the joke that he was going to call them up and let them know. So mm-hmm. he let Paul Tassi know that I retweeted one of his tweets and said, this is the kind of caliber person that you're bringing to your content. Just wanted to make you aware. Um, and same for, for Barrett, I think it was. Um Barrett was the one that got me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was it was a whole thing, you know, um, and like my my Twitter blew up because of it for a few days. I had like at least a hundred additional people follow me and like views on my tweets that I I could never have fathomed. I think the one reaction tweet I put out to the, the montage that Greg Miller put up is, is at like over 40,000 views, which is like well beyond anything I've ever experienced. Not that I care about that stuff, but it's just interesting to see that sort of by osmosis, I've garnered a fair bit of attention the past few days. Yeah. It's been a whole, been a whole thing. Um, you know, it, it is very much right place, right time, or in this case, potentially wrong place, wrong time, depending on how you view it. Um, so this came from you saying, Greg Miller, I work at IGN, eat shit. And that, well, uh, I think the result actually is a case of any PR is good PR in this. Absolutely. That's my perspective. Um, I've had a lot of people, random people that I don't know say like, Hey, since that happened, I've gone and checked out the stuff that you've written at IGN. And I think it's impeccably punctuated and stuff and actually just genuine compliments as well so yeah it's cool it's cool it was also, uh, a funny for the record there's some high up individuals in the industry who know who you are and the work you do in like a not and in, in, in not in a negative way so yeah what i'm saying sam is you're going to get a job offer in the bay area within the next 12 months i'm actually joining kind of funny tomorrow so oh yeah by blessing no you know like that we don't want to start a whole thing there because then that's actually gone. bye mike 
yeah, maybe maybe Mike. You know, hi Greg. Do we really need Gary Witter as a, as a person there? Like, I don't know who that I, is. I be the X-Cast, That's how much I know about kind of funny. We, we could just, we could just, just uh, here's what I know about kind of funny. Greg Miller and yeah. Colin started it. Colin left to create yeah. Last Stand Media. What about Tim? Greg Miller brings yeah. on Blessing, and there's a guy named Mike who does Xbox stuff or something. Uh, what about Tim and Andy and Nick? And, and I don't know and anyone Kevin else. And Joey. Joey? What, Joey, Joey and Vinny? Roger. And Saul? Yeah. No. Joey Noel. Oh, I will say, uh, God, we're 20 minutes in. I don't care. One of the best side missions in the game is in the <laughs> is in the Spider Man. Okay, a sing Vinny and Solly reminded me of the Maji and Hammerhead. Mm. Is my train of thought. The side mission. Top to shrub the microphone. The side mission in Spider Man Remastered Silver Lining DLC. That okay? How loud was that? The top just almost knocked over my microphone. It's okay. I also dropped my phone on my keyboard. So. Okay. Um, the side mission where you collect audio recordings of crime scenes. Oh, if you like that, there's a whole game about that. Fantastic side mission. Because the side content in Spider-Man was mostly not good, for the record. But that was very good. Wait, what game? Um, so I actually met the devs. This is how I know the game. Let me find it. Uh, I met them at GDC. Oh, it's an indie game. Yeah, let me find it. It's actually, it's here. Yeah, I'll find it. Give me like, I'll randomly tell you in about two minutes when my Steam. Okay. That's, that's well, side quest. Interesting ramifications at the end of it. it. It does. I agree. And I wish it, we got some more closure at the end of it. I'm not trying to spoil for people who haven't played that side quest. If yet. anybody wants to buy I assume they're setting stuff up, but I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Elden Ring on Steam right now is $40 in case anybody wants it. Okay. Anyway, but basically, no, what I'm going to say is um, I'm curious if Yuri Watanabe ends up being an adversary in Spider-Man 2. I don't know. Or later, if she comes back. I don't know how she ends up in the comics. That's a character they created or she's in the comics. I think she's a comics person, but like not a well-known comics person. Yeah, Yuri Watanabe is the best character of the DLC. I'm just going to say it right now, all right? Mm -hmm. um, the game is called Unheard. Unheard. Yep. Okay. Well, also, Spider-Man Arkham Games did an excellent job of that with uh, collectible recordings in Arkham Asylum, especially the... <clears throat> this like, the, the whole yeah. point of this game is, like, just recording, because you're trying to figure out, it's like a whodunit kind of thing, but you're listening to recordings. Like, you're, you're playing what happened, but, like, going into different rooms to try and figure out who was talking to who and stuff like that. It's interesting. I thought it was a good game. Anyways. Nice. Made me think of that. Okay. As we are 30 minutes, 30, almost 31 minutes into the show, I guess we'll start talking about the news over the past week. Honestly, there hasn't been a big news week. Sam's thing was, frankly, the highlight. And I'm inclined to make it the thumbnail title of this episode. I'm not joking. <laughs> you do you, boo, you know. I won't Thanks. complain. Oh, thanks. All right. So um, I've been talking for a while. Does actually have idea, Sam, you like movies. You're, you're a game fan. You're a movie fan, as Jim Ryan would say. Want to uh, read the first story here about movies? Sure. Uh, we have a new PlayStation Plus premium benefit, everybody, you know, justifying the price hike. I mean, again, I don't have an issue with the price hike. Personally, but anyway. Yes, you do. <clears throat> oh, 
I'm not, I, I didn't, but anyway. Uh, Sony Pictures Call, which was previously the Bravia Call app, um, which was used to access a wide range of recent and classic films from Sony Pictures on Bravia TVs and select Xperia devices, um, has been rebranded to the Sony Pictures Call. Um, and the app has launched, as of right now, it is available on your PS5 and PS4. Um, so once you sign up, you just have to link your PlayStation account. Obviously, depending on whether you are a PlayStation Plus premium member or not, these benefits may or may not affect you. But once you sign up, you'll be able to buy or rent up to 2,000 movies, including, but not limited to, uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man No Way Home, Uncharted, The Equalizer, No Hard Feelings, Bullet Train, and Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, you will be able to purchase select Sony Pictures films early um, in select markets, such as the UK, France, Germany, and Japan. Um, the first film with this early access uh, will be Gran Turismo. I'm not going to read the subtitle because it's... Do it, it's, do it. Do it. Gran Turismo based on a true story. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, I oh, love yeah. it. Um, so, but if you are a PlayStation Plus premium or deluxe member, you will get access for free, for free, uh, to a curated catalog of up to 100 movies um, through the app to stream on demand from the library as part of your membership. Uh, the catalogue, which will be ad-free and updated periodically, currently features films such as Looper, Kingsglaive, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy XV, Elysium, and Resident Evil Damnation. Um, there will also be additional benefits for all PlayStation Plus members, but those details have yet to currently have yet to have yet to be announced. That's what I meant to say. Yay! Please be excited. I mean, whichever way you swing it, it's another benefit. You know, yeah. like whether it's actively the, the kind of benefits you were looking for or not, it's another thing that if you are on the higher tiers, you'll get access to for no additional cost, which is cool. Um, have, have either of you actually like gone into it yet? Mm-mm. No, I don't have. I don't have premium. Yeah, so sure, sure. Have you? I, yes, I do. Um, so, some good movies there. Uh, no, you know, Spider Verse is but there. So it, it's not. It's oh. not. At least not even can, the first. It's, it's one of the ones that you can rent, but in terms of the oh, hundred free up. films that you have on demand for streaming, that is a different list. It takes films from the main list, but King's, it's not. Kingsglaive isn't too bad if you want to watch something. No, that, I mean that that's good. Um, I like Elysium for what it is. You know, I'm a fan of Neil Blomkamp, so no idea yeah. what that is. Um, Looper is, is a good film. Never uh, heard of either. Resident movie. Evil: Damnation, not so good. Has there ever been any Resident Evil anything that's good besides the video games? Yeah, I think I think. The, the very first Resident Evil film wasn't too bad. The first Miller Miller year of it <laughs> was, so was pretty wasn't good. terrible. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, there's there's not really been anything that's like mind blowing. Am I wrong in thinking that there was like not like an anime, but an animated Resident Evil thing at some point? 
there have been several animated things. There's also been live action things. Um, mm. I've watched. So Netflix had like a short series. I think it was like three episodes and they had like an actual TV series. Both of them were terrible. Mm. Um, yeah, my dad and I like horror stuff. And so we try and watch like spooky stuff like that when his girlfriend goes out of town to Idaho to visit her family. Um, so we yeah. tried watching both of those and both were terrible experiences. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, so like, as someone who has technically, I mean, not that I watched anything on it yet, um, not all the way through, I did load up something, I can't remember what it was, just to see what the streaming quality was like. And it was okay, it was it was decent. Um, not 4K, I don't think, but that, that might just be because of my how I stream and the internet I have. Um, it's kind of like PlayStation Plus when it revamped with the catalog, where the place the ps plus collection which was like the curated list that everybody got that was great but like when ps plus relaunched and there was the base catalog there wasn't that much great stuff in there um it's kind of the same vibe i'm getting here and if it is the case where like every month i mean they say it's going to be updated periodically if it's updated every month and one to two really good films are put in I, I think that's okay, like alongside some trash and mid-tier films. I think that's I think that's okay. Like if you're a movie person, if you're getting access to, I don't think it's going to convince anybody to. to no, get no, 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 God no, God no. So I think that they're just like trying to add some sort of value to premium because premium hasn't thus far had a ton of value. Yeah, and also like it's directly incentive for Sony because they don't have their own streaming service. So That's this true. is basically the most direct avenue to get income um, and profit via PlayStation for their film stuff um, without lights licensing it out to other streamers. So yeah, makes sense. It, it is kind of weird that like there isn't more high quality stuff available. For the premium deluxe member stuff in that in that hundred films as of right now. Cause like I nickel and diming, obviously, because they're like, hey, you can only get this hundred films or so if you're premium or deluxe. But then if you want the actual like really good films, you have to rent them out on top of that. They're not part of the parcel. But I imagine at some point they will be, even okay. if it is they'll rotate in or out. Can you just so you can still use the app and not be subscribed to premium and just rent movies yes. on the service that you'd like? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but hundred film catalog is exclusive to premium with deluxe. And right now I I wouldn't recommend it. I don't think there's enough good stuff right. in there to justify people shifting up. Again, like Bree said, not that anybody would specifically just for this, I don't think. But Hey, th th those people probably do exist somewhere. So, right, they if it's your bag, go for it. Yeah, during this conversation, I've just been looking at the Amazon page for the Into the Spider Verse Blu ray. So, yeah, God, Spider Man has never had it wrapped around my finger this much in my life, except for like, no, it's still never been to this extent, even No Way Home, which was. A nostalgia, a Toby nostalgia fans 
absolute dream come true. Yeah. God, wait, if the Bully McGuire suits in Spider-Man. Oh, my God. All right, I need to stop fantasizing about Spider-Man. <laughs> okay, next one, or? Yeah. Sure, take it away. That's really fun. Tony, <laughs> Sony confirms a hack that compromised current and former employee information. Um, Sony confirmed the personal information of 6,791 former and current employees were, was exposed as part of a cyber attack in June. Sony is now contacting anyone affected and is offering uh, credit monitoring and identity restoration services. In correspondence notifying uh, affected individuals of the breach, Sony said it is quote, not aware of publication or misuse, end quote, of the personal details exposed during the hack. Um, Sony discovered the unauthorized downloads on the 2nd of June and immediately took the platform on offline. The company launched an investigation with external cybersecurity experts and notified law enforcement, it said. 6,791 people have been affected, as recorded by the Office of the Maine Attorney General. Um, this is the second data breach that's come to light for Sony recently. Last month, a different ransom software claimed it had hacked all Sony systems and was selling data following the company's refusal to pay. Uh, at the time, Sony did not respond to Eurogamer's request for comment, but told publications it was currently investigating. Um, this is from Liv uh, Nunn, I think is how you pronounce it, at Eurogamer. If only, if only the breach affected us as well, because then we'd probably get a couple of free games from from Sony. You know, they didn't say anything about free games. But if if it did affect us, then they probably would, because they did. And that we would back have in the credit day. monitoring. But they would probably also give us free games. They're also still currently investigating. So I mean, what the result of the result of the breach in twenty eleven? Did they give you free games, or you're just they did. They did because the PSM was down for like over a month. What what games they give away? The, you could pick like I think it was two wow. games out of a decent list for the time. Yeah, so I, this is from 2015. Four years later, they gave comp and four years later in 2015. Right, we're into the PS4 era. No, no, no. I think it was. I think it was pretty close to the breach. Oh, wait, I remember no, no. So redeeming them. There was also, right, there, sorry, this article states there was also the free game, Sony's Welcome Back promotion. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm curious what the, oh, yeah, I'm looking at a play, PlayStation blog post from July 1st, 2011. <laughs> Infamous was on there, Little Big Planet, um, Dead Nation from Housemark. So, yeah, it was, yeah, Dead Nation, Infamous. Infamous One, you can select, you mm -hmm. could have selected two titles on PS3 from Wipeout HD plus Fury, that's one, Super Stardust HD, Little Big Planet One, Infamous One, Dead Nation. PSP owners could select two titles from the PSP version of Little Big Planet, Mod Nation Racers, Pursuit Force, and Kill Zone Liberation. If you were a PSP owner and you didn't pick Mod Nation Racers and Kill Zone Liberation, I think you made the wrong choice. Yeah. Amen. Cool. Speaking of yeah. PS3, I'm looking up Infamous. Assuming there's this big drought in 2024 that will exist from first party it's PlayStation. What it's feeling like, yeah. Taking out, taking out the PS3. Infamous, first time Infamous one and two, right? If I can hack my PS3 and play them through 
If I can hack my PS3 and play them after that, great. If I can't, then I'll still play them. I'll get either way. I would be getting secondhand copies, of course. But you know, yes. Honestly, I think I could use a drought of games because my backlog is obscene. I don't believe in backlogs. I just play what I feel like. I believe in backlogs. I have a whole list. I like collecting games, but I don't believe in the concept. Of I like. I'm sorry. I like what what you the way you person in the Discord is saying like screw physical media and stuff? Isn't, isn't that what you used to? I said post PS4, except for Switch. These are stipulations. That's L L. I'll take. I'll take. What? Hate it. Sam, you don't have any physical PS5 games. Yes, I do. Do you want me to open I up don't. this drawer right next to me? Do it. Oh, oh God. Wait, have you gotten all your first party titles physically that you that you're able to? That's right. Sam's has to unlock his. Oh my God. He had to move all the... I have a fair amount of PS4 titles, just not PS... I have no PS... I only have one PS5 title. All right, let's get a look, look at this. Either God of Horizon. Is that a Forbidden so West? We got is Horizon, that God of War, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Lego Star Wars, Skywalker Saga, Returnal, Ratchet and Clank, Destroy All Humans 2, Demon Souls, Far Cry 6, Jedi Survivor. Would have more, but obviously, if I got the game for free from IGN, then I technically don't. I mean, I'm, I'm going to have Spider-Man 2, but I mean, that's not... I'm going to have the Steelbook, but... Yeah, that doesn't. But I would have had like Final Fantasy 16 Armor Call. I would have had those if I wasn't covering them. Oh. So. oh, okay. Sorry, Sam. Well, okay. Side tangent. This show is going to go like a thousand hours. I don't care. The reason, the, the reason I some of the news. Yeah. yeah. The reason I said that was because they're just like the discs post PS4 era and later are just keys, basically. And the file size would be the same. What am I trying to say? They're basically keys for downloads rather than the game actually being on the disc mm. fully, which I find disconcerting from a utility perspective. Yeah. Whereas Switch, it's all there and it's a cartridge. I'm a little Nintendo piss boy. So, yeah. You know the thing that really annoys me about PS5 physical games? They kept, they kept the blue. Why, why is it blue? Because the, the header is now white. Oh, God. So it would that... be really cool if this was clear, like a, a, yeah. or a white color. But it's blue. I like the I PS4 cases with the blue I mean, stripe. Yeah, it makes sense for PS4 because PS4 is all about blue. But yeah. the, the header on PS5 is game also, is this white. With the Jedi Survivor cover being also white with the box art, it looks like someone just copied and pasted a picture of, of what was his name? Uh, what's the protagonist's name? Cal Kestis. Cal, right. So it looks like someone just copied and pasted his picture onto a Word document and put it on a PS5 case. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, this this would look so much better, so much cleaner, if that was white. It's just nice blending. I think I agree. But we're just clear, right? Yeah, like the PS3 yeah. cases. Yeah, exactly. Out, out, yeah. Granted, I did like the red Greatest Hits cases. True. Yes. Yes. Disgraceful. Sorry, Bree. Why are you sorry? Tough, toughness. Okay. Um, do you want, okay, do you guys want to like try to get to all the news and blast through stuff or do you want to delete some of the stories? 
you know, we can blast through them. We can blast okay. through them. It's easy. All right, let's, let's, let's just read like the first. Yeah, blast through them. All right, I'll read the next one. Right. So, factions. Last of Us factions. The 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 new one is on ice, as quote on ice as Naughty Dog lays off its employees. This comes to us from Wesley and Pool at IGN. Naughty Dog has reportedly suffered a round of layoffs with the troubled um, Last of Us multiplayer spinoff factions. Um, and Naughty Dog is home to 400 staff, and they laid off at least 25 of those developers, most of them being QA contractors. Well, are we calling QA contractors developers? I don't know about that. Um, but they're still staff they're laying off who are seeing their contracts cut short. And according to Kotaku, Full-time staff are not affected. And Naughty Dog will reportedly not offer severance to the laid-off staff. This is pretty textbook for a contract employee. You don't have the same benefits as a full-time employee. You also don't have the same um, opportunity for severance on a layoff. And Naughty Dog staff, according, are apparently, quote, being pressured to keep the layoff news quiet. And IGN has asked Sony for comment, and Sony hasn't commented. Shocker. And while the multiplayer factions is on ice, it's not, quote, completely canceled. And this lines up with a May report from Bloomberg, which said the quality and long-term viability of the multiplayer was coming into question. And as a result, a small group remains in the project while the company reevaluates. I think this is just another long line of... Well, number one, screw layoffs. And that's a theme we've seen this year with Epic and other developers. And also... I think we've seen Last of Us multiplayer descend into, I'm going to just call it, it's in dev hell. So we'll see what happens from here and the layoffs suck, but that's my take. I think, I think might be a hot take. This, this is more an optics thing than an actual reality of the situation thing. Like if, if Factions 2 is on ice or partially canceled or whatever, getting rid of QA is, that, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, especially contractors like full-time staff haven't been affected that's good obviously it sucks when anybody's laid off but if you're not going to be putting out a game soon then you're going to have to get rid of the QA team um, I think it's this This looks worse than it is um, stick with me because of everything else that's happening around this news like so many other layoffs are happening in places where it doesn't make sense and is actively bad that this is sort of like business as usual for most game dev, as far as I can tell. But it's just that because it's surrounded by so much other layoff news that people are like naughty dogs doing it as well. But the reality of the situation is like, well, this is what would normally happen. Um, mm -hmm. So, and in terms of like factions too, I think I've said this before, Keep it, keep the small team going, and just make it a tangential mode to part three. Doesn't need to be a standalone project. Make it a Ghost of Tsushima Legends type thing, a tangential mode to part three, so you can keep the work that people have put in, but it doesn't have to be this massive, full blown project. Yeah, I mean, it might also be like something where they're just taking a step back from the game to like evaluate what they want because sometimes it is like better to step back from things like that and like hey like what do we want to do with this kind of thing and they're probably uh, like we'll just make single player stuff 
Probably, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Oh, well. Fair point. I think I like that answer more than saying it's in dev hell. It's a bit sensationalist to say because I don't really know. I mean, I don't think that's mutually exclusive. I think both are probably true. But I really don't think that this game is in dev hell. I think that they're going about it the right way because dev hell is like they never stop working on the game, right? Like, but they're clearly taking a step back from the game and like, hey, we got to figure something out or get rid of it kind of thing. Well, yeah, I consider dev hell just having a troubled, I'll say a significantly troubled development cycle. Right, but this doesn't definition. this doesn't sound like there. It's like a troubled development cycle. It sounds like the game isn't what they want it to be, because well, I feel like troubled isn't... would be like, <laughs> like Redfall. No, 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 I feel like troubled's <laughs> also that because if you look at like Metroid Prime Four, they scrapped development two years in, and then the game's basically starting from the ground up again. That's I think that's a lot of stress on your on your developers. I so think it's a guess. To have a lack of direction, I feel like is a big con development hell at the root of it. Uh, it's relative to how the devs feel. And yeah. I don't know, if I try to put my shoes in the in those of a developer, being given mixed messages or told to redirect where a game's development direction is going after a significant amount of time has passed since I, development began and our targets is uh, could be stressful. Um, yeah. I think as well because it's coming from Naughty Dog that it's like this typically isn't a studio that you you hear about them having issues making games. So even whenever you hear about issues and persistent issues about this this game, even if they're minor, it's probably more alarming than it might be if it came from a different studio. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Speaking of Naughty Dog, um, The Last of Us 2 Remastered seems like it might be coming because as spotted on a LinkedIn profile of a Naughty Dog developer, um, The Last of Us 2 Remastered is is noted. Uh, the developer in question is lead outsource artist Mark Paharido, who has been at the studio since 2021. Uh, and the description reads, responsible for overseeing the production of all outsourced environment art assets, weapons, and interactive props for two iconic titles, The Last of Us Part 1, the remake that recently released, and The Last of Us 2 Remastered. Um, this does come after reports in July where The Last of Us Part 2 composer Gustavo Santolaya seemingly let slip that an enhanced version of the game was in development at Naughty Dog. Uh, coming from Tom Ivan at VGC. Anyone surprised? Nope. I'm a little bit, dude. We just got a 60 FPS patch with haptics, and well, if it was, a I PS don't believe it had haptics. I did look it up. Or sorry, I think adaptive triggers, maybe. Maybe. I don't remember it having any dual sense compatibility. Not surprised, left. but disappointed. <laughs> oh no, it doesn't. I think it's just uh, boosting frame rates oh. for the PS4 version. No, yeah, just 60 FPS. Yeah. Which is, like, they're doing this for the same reason that they did part one, is because season two of the show is going to come and they want to have a native PS5 version to draw in people who have never played the game before to buy a PS5 and the PS5 version of part two for when the second season drops. Like mm -hmm. it's ready on the shelves, which is the exact same reasoning they gave for part one. 
am I glad? Do do any of us really care? We've played the game, so not not really. If it's yeah. as I said in the Discord, if it's a nominal like ten dollars slash ten pound fee, and I get a native version that runs better, looks better, and has haptics and whatnot, then I'll pay it. It's a game that's worth that, I think. But if I have to pay for it a la carte, then no. For the same reason, I haven't bought part one yet. I've bought like, part one. Yeah. I'm part of the problem. You are. <laughs> it's okay. Part one, to be fair, does look stunning. She's stunning. I'm sure it does. I haven't bought part one. I'll get it when it's like 15 bucks in three years. Amen. And then I I'll replay it. Because my dad cause... wanted to play Last of Us. And so I See, but that, that, I think that's, that's justified there. That, that is good. Yeah. Exposing someone new to the best possible version of the game, I think that is that's the reason they're doing it. I think, yeah, I've done so. a full playthrough of the game, I think, since it launched. I haven't Jesus. done a full playthrough of two. I so I played some of Tilu Remastered, <laughs> I, I did some Tilu Remastered. But I've I played through, I don't know if this is this helps with me not playing two, but I've played through the first game three times all the way. That, you're right, that doesn't help with not playing part two. Dang it. No, but, like I'm excited to return to part one. Like I said, in three years, when it's been over a decade removed from my last playthrough of the game, so I can forget and re-experience details oh, yeah. that I've forgotten. Mm -hmm. But okay, yeah. next one. Sure. Uh, uh, new God of War content is hinted at once again in a. Uh, sorry, in response to a tweet discussing the future of game development and standalone expansion, uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy, Twitter user Viewer Anon suggested that we'll see more, quote, half sequels going forward to fill in the gaps between major releases and referenced God of War Ragnarok. Uh, Viewer Anon is most well known for movie rumors. Um, in August, Insider the Snitch, not to be confused with the original Snitch, who had an impeccable record. <laughs> Claimed that Ragnarok's DLC is in the works and is about 60% through development. That percentage actually makes sense for the timeline. Anyways, um, many dismiss the claim, but now a viewer Anon, mostly known for their credible movie leaks, has hinted that Ragnarok is indeed getting some sort of expansion. Speculations of a Ragnarok-related release have been making rounds since March when tier voice actor Ben Prendergast teased another appearance of his character. Um, this call this comes from Zarmena Khan at PS Lifestyle. Um I'm not going to go into it again. You guys have already heard my rant if you've been listening to this podcast. But I believe that this DLC exists and that we'll be playing as Atreus. Hmm. That's it. That's all I have. Plays Angra Boda and learn what happened to her family. That would be interesting. Play is Throod. Nah. I hope to actually, yes. Play is Throod and alternate the timeline where she kills Odin. With Mjolnir. Oh, oh. oh, do you think Throod are side tangent? Do you think Throod canon? Well, I don't know if Throod is canonically worthy of Mjolnir in Norse mythology, but for the purposes of video games, that'd be not, that'd be really cool, huh? Little I mean, Chris Evans analog here. Actually, not a Chris Evans analog. That's Thor's daughter. So, yeah, yeah, she was using it at the end of Ragnarok. So, wait, did I just forget that? She was really using it. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, well, 
I think okay, so. Okay, so some mi- mild spoilers, I guess, for the end of Ragnarok, but it's worth just discussing because we're here. Spoil. Um, okay, skip forward like two minutes. If, if yeah. Well, no, it doesn't have to be that. Even like thirty seconds. All right. In the post game stuff, I don't know how much post game stuff did you did. I think I did Taylor, all the post game. I have the platinum. Okay. I don't have the platinum, but I think I did all the post game. Okay. Okay. So like, but I think this is just like a a random encounter. But I think in oh god which realm um the, the sand one is that the elves alfheim yeah i think yeah yes. yeah that's alfheim somewhere in there post game you find through um where mjolnir had crashed down after ragnarok happened um and she like picks it up i think it's in alfheim that doesn't really matter she picks it up and then flies off with it mm. Um, I think I need. I just moved Ragnarok to my external storage yesterday to make room for other games. But what I'm trying to say is, I'm interested. I'm gonna put a Ragnarok back on my internal storage and investigate this because I don't remember this. I mean, did did you guys like, for example, not that we have to talk about it, but well, did you Ruth guys? Has the platinum, so she definitely. But did you guys like go to the prison? Yes. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And you went all the way down to the bottom and you're like, uh-huh. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, there's something down here. <laughs> this Ooh, is, Ooh, what's this? <laughs> I don't remember this. Did I just miss a significant portion of the post game? Um, I mean, it's not like a significant portion, but it's I want to see a big reveal. It's I want to see interesting. it. So it is, that is definitely one word to put. To <laughs> it is interesting. Okay. So right after this podcast, I'm transferring Ragnarok back to my channel storage and going to investigate. Yes, to, to clarify, what you'll want to do, not with, without spoilers, is it's um, wherever the, the spirit bird tree is, I can't remember what realm, um, you will find, assuming you're on a save file where you're post-game, you'll find a new route to take in that realm. Because it's quite small, that realm. It's like the arena that you can fight mm-hmm. in the left and then the bird tree. But there's something in between that you can now do. Just have a, have a little explore around there, you know, see what you find. And will yeah. that, does the map have notifications like, check this out? No, no there. I don't think so. It might it might do now, like there have been updates and stuff, but at launch it definitely didn't. You said it was a small realm. You know which realm it was? Mm, Where, wherever the bird tree is. Niffle, Niflheim? I think I it forgot. It was whatever the, the mist realm was. Oh, that's yeah, that's Niflheim. Niflheim's mist. Yeah. 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 But it's okay. the one that's all frozen over. Time now, to return so. 2018. I mean, Ragnarok. I'm kind of mad at myself. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't see this before. I left my Ragnarok playthrough um, with Kratos at the at the bonfire thing, the rainbow bonfire. Mm. I, I think that game. was the last thing I did as well. It's a perfect way to end the game. I don't just know. Crying. I, <laughs> I feel like I just, I talked, I think how I left the game was I talked to a lot of people like we're in a structure, like a stony hideout with Kratos and friends and Atreus and friends. Mm. And I was talking to a lot of, I was talking to all the people. Yeah. I think that's where I left off. If you haven't done that quest, like the the traveling lovers, whatever quest, I would recommend that one above everything else. All right. I'll need to revisit Ragnarok now. Thanks, my, my whole reason for bringing that up is because, again, without spoilers, the whole Ben Prendergast teasing like another appearance of his character. Mm-hmm. Some people might be misconstruing exactly what that means. Um, like 
depending on information that they do or don't have. So ah. that's why I raised it, just in case. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Um. Okay, last one. Sure. Do it. Oh, I guess, yeah, this is me. So uh, the Horizon Forbidden West Complete Edition has been released on October 6th, and it's on two discs. Um, social media post showing the back of the Complete Edition box shows that the physical copy of the game will be shipped on two Blu-rays with at least 121 gigabytes minimum needed for the installation. Jesus. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth will also be on two discs. And Forbidden West uh, Complete Edition includes... Um, the Forbidden West base game, the Burning Shores DLC, the digital soundtrack, digital art book, um, Horizon Zero Dawn Volume 1 digital comic book. That's cool. Some in-game items with extras in photo and um, photo mode and other ones unlocked via story progression with quite a few different outfits and a resources pack. This will then be followed by a PC release um, of the complete edition, which is expected in early 2024. So, no. as someone who's never still hasn't bought in Forbidden West, and I haven't either, will likely be downgrading from PS Plus extra, extra to Essential, and Forbidden West is currently accessible through Extra and above. Uh, this is another like ultimate stupid edition, complete edition, whatever you want to call it, of a game that I'll get a couple years down the line for twenty dollars or less. But mm. I think I'll get it to it eventually. Um, for the record, Zero Dawn Complete Edition is on my list if there's a you know sony drought over the next year it's like i want to play the infamous games and check out zero dawn hell yeah so yeah it'll now, probably be down at that price around the time that horizon 3 is gearing up oh oh yeah and I heard they might too. add forbidden west to the catalog just for like a month or something well, no, Forbidden West is in the catalog. It's, it's, that's it's my, on the catalog. That's what that's oh, the point I was it? making. Oh. Yeah. My space out. That's <laughs> no, okay, but Burning but Shores not, is... But not with the DLC. Obviously. Yeah, Burning Shores is not. The, so, um, yeah. I did have a question. Have either of you guys read the comic books for Horizon? No. Just yes. Curious. Are they good? Yeah. Okay. But, like, they're only going to be good and worthwhile and you well, I'm not gonna will just... only understand what the hell they're talking about if you've played the game. Yeah, I'm not just gonna read the comic. Yeah. <laughs> I was just but no, like that that, that specific one is is kind of like an interstitial between Zero Dawn and Forbidden West. Oh interesting and okay. explains how a certain character is in a very particular situation throughout from the beginning of Forbidden West going forward and the mm. quest line that you do with them. So it's good. It is good. Okay. Underrated. One of the best narratives uh, Sony has going currently. Okay. Yeah, Ke Kevin mm -hmm. Ainsworth, I know, is at odds with you on that. <laughs> yeah. It, it's because it's more buried. Like, on the surface, it's like, oh, it's cavemen fighting robot dinosaurs. and like, that Which is, is still a cool story. Is. Of course it is. <laughs> um, but, like, there is a lot of lore that is actually really intriguing. I've said this plenty of times, but it's very compelling if you take the time to read it. Okay. Um, do we want to get to some questions? Sure. Oh, my Lord. Which one do you want to do, Taylor? Me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Taylor. Are you asking me? 
You're the hostess mine, with actually. the mostest. Ignore mine. Ignore it for a week. We don't have any more questions. Okay, I think like one floor. Um, so right. if reports of Ragnarok DLC are true, is it, is this a good stopgap plan for Sony if they're set for a single-player drought after Spider-Man? That's one question. Yes. I'm interested in these kind of like halfway DLCs. I think these are interesting. I think I feel like it's... I guess I have a few things to say, right? With how big game development is for marquee AAA titles, you know, tens to hundreds of mil, well, obviously tens, but approaching 100, 200 plus million dollar dev cycles, five years or more. I feel like these smaller projects are make a more sustainable and more frequent cycle for the consumer. Yeah, and, and it's still, also profitable. It's also profitable. Pack a lot of story in. Miles Morales, Lost Legacy. Um, Never played that one. Infamous First Light. Hmm. That was a really small one. I haven't played it, but just one that came to mind. Um, yeah. I need to play Second Son too. Anyway, um, so I don't. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's good. You you can fit a lot of things into a small package. Okay. Like Journey. Journey's not. Oh God, I love. It's not a, like. Journey's not a side game, but it's a very short game. But it won at the time. It was game of the year for have you tons of people. If you guys ever want to have just like an experience, if if anybody listening hasn't played uh, Flow Flower and or Journey, I have played the some experience of, and not of Journey. playing Flow into Flower into Journey is <laughs> it's immaculate. All right, I gotta do that one day. That's I, I do. I do agree that the dlc or like mini smaller games thing is the path forward i'd like that for every sony ip to be honest um give me a, a mini ghost game that shortens the gap between big installments i love that stuff but i think like it depends on perspective because the question specifically says a good stop gap if they're set for a single player drought after spider-man i just disagree with that statement i don't think that they are set for a single player drought oh. Because if you look at the beginning of next year, we have Rise of the Ronin, which is third party but console exclusive. Then you've got Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Mm -hmm. And then, you know... And then nothing. <laughs> technically nothing, but I, I've been on record saying that I, I almost guarantee... I don't want to guarantee might be a bit strong, but I'm pretty certain that we will get Death Stranding 2 next year as well. Which, again, isn't first party... But still, you know, <laughs> single player. So, you know, I think like if you're looking on par across other platforms, Sony is probably still as set as other people for single player stuff. It's just so then, that we haven't heard a lot of first party single player stuff. What if we don't get Dust Stranding 2? And beyond those two things that you just mentioned, we don't get anything else from Sony next year. What if? I know that's then, crazy. I mean, obviously, we're in terms of single player, like we'll, we'll there's no way, and stuff. but yeah. I mean, you say that it's not impossible. It's not um, impossible, but can you imagine for investors, like, hey, we have nothing coming out this year? Well, nothing single player. Yeah, because Concord is first party, but that's obviously multiplayer. You know, all Sony has to do with that statement is say we don't have this amount of games coming out for this amount of time, but sales are doing this well in spite of this as seen in these past instances that this has occurred 
Like unless yeah. it's an absolutely unprecedented quote unquote drought of first party titles, as long as Sony can support historically, they've seen on PS5 a ton of sales mm -hmm. with those conditions, shareholders and investors don't care. As long as their I money mean, consider consider yeah. this year. Like Sony have had probably one of their best years business wise ever this year. Mm -hmm. And the only first party game that they're putting out is Spider-Man 2. Now, granted, that's a very big game, and the rest of the, this year has been carried by a lot of third-party stuff that is also excellent, including Final Fantasy sixteen as a console exclusive. Yeah, we've just had a huge year of gaming, yeah. that, though, yeah. right? That's what so you're So I saying. think that regardless of what, what next year gives us, it's going to look relatively meager in comparison. Yeah, that's but true. But I think that Spider-Man 2 is going to... Have like a hangover good, from this year. <laughs> Spider-Man 2 will carry Sony through the rest of this year into yeah. the early next year mm -hmm. and then they're going to double down into rebirth and stuff so i think that th they will have enough to coast maybe they do have to coast because they don't have first party single player stuff but i don't think that it's an issue if mm. they don't because okay. they'll still have plenty of good stuff yeah i think that for the purposes of this conversation and i've always felt this way people can, don't have to call them first party like you say well, second party or third party exclusive for I, purposes of this conversation, I treat an ex, a console exclusive in the same way as I do a first party exclusive. The point. Sure. Is, so the reason I'm saying this is because Final Fantasy 16, that impact cannot be overstated. Mm. Um. And probably another game that I just forgot about, but like Final Fantasy 16 was a really big hitter, and that was in June. Street Fighter 6, that was also multi-platform. Uh, we had Diablo, um, but Armored Core, well, Armored Core probably didn't sell that well, did it? I, I don't think it did bad. I don't think it did badly, yeah. But, but not Elden Ring numbers. Oh, no. my God. <laughs> Shout out Okay. Um, Second part to this question, uh, with Forza Motor more oh my god, Forza Motorsport out, we see any number um, of pixel comparisons with GT7. Do you care about those things? I don't. It feels silly to me. Again, from Luke Gore. Uh, no. I don't think I care. I'm also not a racing guy. If I'm not I a racing was, guy. <laughs> also, if I'm a racing... So let me back up. Maybe if I'm a casual racing fan, I care more. But if I'm really into racing games, I think I really care about how the game feels to play. How mm. does it feel to drive the car? How are your physics feeling in the game? I'm actually anti-racing games. Oh, okay. I will say Forza Motorsport <laughs> looks photorealistic. I've seen gameplay of it. Sorry, the roads, the cars, the cars look like they're from a video game from what I've seen. But the roads themselves and the conditions, it looks like I'm driving. So... Whereas Gran Turismo 7 is pretty saturated in its color palette, but that, I guess that's a different style. So it's whatever you prefer, really. Um, but if I was really into racing games, like I said, I'd be much more concerned how the game plays. Yeah. I, like, I, I don't think it should matter to anyone outside of, like, console warriors. But, like, even, even with that, if you're primarily an Xbox player, you'll only be playing motorsport. And mm -hmm. if you're primarily a PlayStation player, you'll be playing Gran Turismo. So either way, yeah. you've got a good to great racing sim. 
The only thing I would say, and I know it's technically not part of the question, is I do think that as time goes on, Forza Motorsports relevance is going to continue to wean off just because of how big Horizon is. Like, I know that they're different experiences, but I think that Horizon is gaining so much traction in mm-hmm. the racing community in general and in just in terms of the games industry in general that I don't know that they need motorsport. Like, I know that it still has a community and fan base and people that will want it, but when Horizon can potentially provide that experience alongside the more open-world arcade stuff, yeah, I imagine they'll probably just merge the two together. I mean, I think that would make sense, but yeah, who knows? Who knows? But don't don't go comparing games against each other. Just enjoy the games. <laughs> okay, so from Kyle, uh, Anime Cast co-host, um, how are we feeling about Hell Divers Two? It's the next game from PlayStation in February. Yet I don't see much hype for it. I have no feelings one way or another about Helldivers. No. I mean, it looks it looks competent. It looks good. I don't know that I'm going to really be spending any tangible amount of time in it. Unless the Platinum's easy, and then you will. Maybe, but it's not going to be. Helldivers is a horrifically difficult game, and I imagine that will be the, the same for Helldivers 2. Yeah, but you that doesn't stop um, you from Platinum's. <laughs> I mean, no, <laughs> but depends on the degree of the difficulty. Like, and also, I'm not a multiplayer guy, which I think mm. is the me- the biggest thing. Like, if I'm going to have to go into online matches and rank up, it's like that's not that's not my thing. Yeah, do that. yeah. For, heaven forbid um, you play games with friends. Yeah, give me give me a Paw Patrol. You know, I'll knock that one out easy peasy. But um, also, I like I don't know whether it's the wording, but like technically. Just for clarity for the audience, this isn't a PlayStation Studios game. It's being published by PlayStation, but it's coming from a second party. So, like, we're getting into semantics there, but I just wanted to be clear that Mm -hmm. it isn't technically the next game from PlayStation. Um, That would likely be Concord, I imagine, unless they shadow drop something else before then but i don't see a death stranding or a wolverine coming before a concord maybe i'm wrong yeah typically you are but just kidding <laughs> just kidding <laughs> i'll take it on the screen it's fine uh, okay um... do you care about do you care about hell divers taylor no it looks interesting but i didn't play the first game and I'm not big into is Helldivers technically a rogue like light, right? I don't think so. It's like a uh, how do I say it? Like Remnant, that brand of yeah, sort of. I think that's the that brand of game. Risk of rain I think. Yeah, usually isn't my jam. I think I'm much mm. more these days in it for either give me great narrative or great gameplay with a definitive end to the game. Mm. Yeah. Only exception being maybe Smash Brothers, which I just. Is a perennial. I like Mario Kart as well. Yeah. Kart. If Helldivers was like a mix between Returnal 
and like an earth defense force i'd probably be far more interested but because it seems to be so reliant on having like a squad mm. i think that's gonna limit its you don't have a squirtle squad i don't know how uncomfortable that line just made me feel but <laughs> relative you don't like squirtle squad kyle talked about be, this there must be some kind of reference i'm missing here have you um, not seen pokemon I mean, have I seen... No, like, have you watched the Pokemon TV question. show? I mean... Like, even I've, the first 10 episodes all of, of Pokemon. A long time ago, probably. Yeah, there's the Squirtle Squad with their, like, sunglasses. Do you expect <laughs> me to remember that? Come on. Everybody remembers it. Oh, my God. I remember the Squirtle I, Squad. Thank and you. I and I don't do Pokemon. <laughs> Kyle suggested blue? that we all be Squirtle Squad for Halloween if we're all able to get together at some point for Halloween. Yeah. And I said yes. I think, yeah, I'd do that. I'll be a Squirtle. Yeah. Sam, have you ever played a Pokemon game? Uh, you Nintendo foreigner? No, it's uh, Pokemon Go. Did that for a little bit. That does count. Okay. Yes, it does. Um, no, I see. I said that does count. Oh, okay. I played. What was it? What was it? What was it? Um, sleep. <laughs> Pokemon Sleep, right? <laughs> no, uh, Sapphire. Oh, okay. Excellent game. Yeah. Groudon's better though. Ruby's better because oh, Groudon's sorry. cooler. Actually, lie. Emerald's the best. No, I still look. I think Groudon's still the coolest. On that note of Pokemon and Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah on that note i think we're gonna wrap up this episode um wait do we have a do we have a poster this week we might no? we should ask we can discuss after we stop recording we may we might have a post show right now guys get excited actually you probably <laughs> should brie you only have what it's this week and next week you have left in the month no no, no. this week and then the last week of the month is the last week so, and we yeah. need two post shows per month yep anyways we'll talk about it after Okay. Ready? Go. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. And you can find us on YouTube at Save the Game Media, Twitter at Save Game Media. Check us out in the Discord. Check us out for Extra Life. Links are all in the show notes. Where can people find you, Brie? You can find me at Fabulous Brianna, F A B U L I S T B R E A N N A. Awesome. Where can people find you, Sam? Um, anywhere and everywhere at Samhini, H E A N E Y. Not spam 591. You know, <laughs> I feel like that's, it's a cursed name at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Don't, okay, you guys want to hear some embarrassing PS3 era username stuff? Yeah, absolutely. You want to know what my old PS3 username was before I got my PS4 one that I Oh, I have embarrassing usernames too. Go ahead. All right. All right. What's yours? Cake is awesome. 585. But awesome was spelled O-S-S-I-M. And it was all one word. Okay. Okay, yeah. And on Minecraft server, as a, like, 13-year-old, I made my username Ghost of Sparta. Okay. That's pretty good, though. I like that, I like that one. Thanks. Sam, do you have any embarrassing ones? Um, No. It, it's, it's always just been the the spam one for me of course look at me i'm sam i'm perfect <laughs> uh with my razor chair oh, I wasn't gonna say it, and but... my... okay end the show all right okay
Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.